Somebody says, let's say this together, Our Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation, accuracy, precision tonight. No contradictions, no errors in the teaching of your word. We flow precisely and we say, this is healing ground and we are healing ministers. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right. Where do we start from? Someone give me a text of scripture. Eh? Where, where, should we, where should we start from? Eh? Mark 16. Someone says you are 15. Someone says 16. Which one? Where should we go from? Which are we go to these things for? Where should we flow from? Where? If you are bold, stand up. If you show you that a pastor flew from here, stand up. I like Borgodon. <laughs> ah, okay. Come. Let's start with you. Come. So, since you, you, you decided to want to give us the flow, tonight you are going to be an healing minister. Have you heard the sick before? No. Ah. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he said Philippians 4. Okay, let's see if we can start there. Let's go. Philippians 4. Amen. Amen. And there's no way you can, you, can, you can start from everywhere in the scriptures. Amen. Philippians 4. It's on you. Amen. It says Philippians 4.13. It says, I can. Wow, such a scripture. Such a scripture. Such a scripture. You can't tell me he's not in the spirit. I feel like I should give him a double dose. This is not. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Hallelujah. I can do all things. Say I can do all things. Through Christ that strengthened me. So that means I can heal the sick. Hallelujah. All right. Let's look at flowing with the gifts of healing. I like that scripture. Flowing with the gifts of healing. John 14. Let's go to John 14. Tonight we are having teaching practice. So I might finish my summer, I might not. If you are used to, if you are new in Supernatural Community Church, you will understand what teaching practice means today. Teaching flow, teaching flow, teaching demo. Hallelujah. All right. John 14, verse 12. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works I do, he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Throughout the four Gospels, we saw the works that Jesus did, right? We saw that he was walking all through the Scriptures. He was healing the sick, preaching the gospel, going from one place to another, doing several miracles, several signs, several wonders. Hallelujah. So he says, 
Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I do, shall he do also. It says, greater works than these. Now, the way you have read it, a lot of people have read it this way. People read it like, he shall be greater than me. How will you be greater than Jesus? <laughs> a lot of people have read it that, ah, oh, he says you can be greater than him. That's not what he says. He only says greater works than this shall he do. Simple. But we've read it like, we, even me, I preached it many years ago. We, they say we should be greater than Nemo. <laughs> you know, you can't be greater than Jesus now. That's, that's overstretching the scriptures. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's overstretching it. So he says you will do greater works, not greater than him. He says greater works. Greater works, why will you do it? You will do it because he goes to the Father and he will be with you. So now, why are you doing greater work? Why? He only had three and a half years to spend on it. So three and a half years was not enough for him to do all the works he needed to do. But you don't have three and a half years. I don't have three and a half years. Hallelujah. I still have about 90, 100, 120 years ahead of me. I told you in the morning and afternoon, I said, me, I'm going to enjoy this life. I want to live very long, very, very long. The whole people will call me hood. You know, when, you know if old people say you are hood, that's how I want to be. And I will still be preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. That's my own desire. I don't know of yours. Because I can't imagine I will not, there will be a time I will sleep and not eat Chick-fil-A. I can't imagine it. Long on steakhouse, I will not eat those steaks. And these shrimps, oh boy, nah. We stay here. <laughs> we stay on this set till the resurrection money. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay. So it says greater works. So why are you doing greater works? Because he only had three and a half years. And it wasn't enough for him to fulfill all his assignments. If God will have it, if Jesus will have it, Jesus will want to heal all the sick in the entire world. Go to all the homes, restore their senses back. Go to all the hospitals, make sure that everyone in the hospitals come out from it. If Jesus will have it. But he told us. He said, I go to my father. Why is he going to my father? So that he can multiply himself in you. So that way he gave us the spirit. That is why when he was alive, the disciples were using power of athony. Matthew 10. He says, he gave them power to heal the sick. It was a power of athony, doing it on his stand. So it wasn't like their own. That's why. It's like saying, I give you my card to go and swipe. It's not your card. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are, you are being charged on my account, but it is not your own. Are you seeing what is going on? That is exactly what Jesus gave them. So he gave them power. So throughout the four Gospels, when the disciples healed the sick, do everything, it was a power of athony. That is why in Acts 2, he told them, he says, wait in Jerusalem at one until you be endued with power from on high. He now says, suddenly in Acts 2 verse 1, Sasha Maka read that for, for us this, when we were praying. He says, suddenly at the day of Pentecost, there came a rushing mighty wind and they filled the house where they were sitting. He says, and suddenly they began to speak with other tongues, the Spirit giving them utterance. 
So they had the ability of the Spirit within them. The ability of the Spirit. Now, they can now do, function in his stead, do greater works. They couldn't do much because Jesus was alive. Jesus hasn't paid the sacrifice. The sacrifice is his death, his burial, and his resurrection. He hasn't done that yet. He hasn't given man the Spirit. So, by the reason of the resurrection, all man has, not all man, all every born again man. <laughs> not all man. Please. Those who are born again. Hallelujah. Christians, they have a spirit. So via that spirit, he works with us. And hope you know, one of the things the Lord told me to emphasize tonight is to deal with fear. I was trusting the Lord before I came up, before I came into the service. And I was, Lord, what, what, what would you want us to emphasize? And the Spirit of God told me a lot of you have a lot of fear. Now, look at something. He gave us His Spirit. So you can confidently say, every believer in this house has a Spirit, right? Right, guys? So that means everyone is indwelt by His Spirit, right? Okay, cool. So when the Holy Spirit came on you, did He come in half male? You are not sure. Let me see your hand. You are not sure. Did he come in half male? You know, we've done a lot of repentance in the morning and afternoon. So we renewed our mind. Okay. So he came in full with you, right? He came in full? Okay, cool. Now, the fact that he came in full shows you that you have the fullness of his spirit. You have the fullness of his spirit. So that means that same Jesus that walked upon the street of men 2,000 years ago, is now encapsulated, pardon my English, wrapped in a linen, packaged properly, and deposited inside you. That same Jesus, that same power, that same saving grace, that is why it is not Jesus that is preaching today to a sinner. It is you. That is why in John 16, he says, whosoever sins you remit, it shall be remitted. Uh -uh. So that means, as a believer, I have the power to remit sins. Why? So anyone who hears my message, when I preach to them, maybe I go to Walmart, go to Wegmans, preach the gospel, they do not hear, the, they do not believe the gospel, their sins are remitted. Their sins are retained. But they believe the gospel, their sins are forgiven, just through my lips. The same ability that Jesus had when he was on earth. So, that same power has been packaged as something called the Holy Spirit. I don't like that. Did I? Okay, just let's use it for, for today's explanation. It has been packaged as the Holy Ghost inside the believer. So, now watch. That is why you need to learn how to read the four Gospels account properly. If you have read the four Gospels, you will see that so many signs... So many wonders were done in his name. In the name of Jesus. He now gave, the, he now gave his disciples the power of authority. That is, go and use this on my stead. But after the resurrection, he told them, Hold on, you are going to have something. Something better. Something that will make you do greater works. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, they live longer. 
So that's why it seemed like the whole of Jerusalem was in commotion. Because he was, it is either somebody is looking for trouble, somebody is healing the sick, something is going on. And that's what I want to set us up tonight. So that when we leave this conference, we'll go and look for trouble. Holy Ghost trouble, not good, not bad troubles, but good troubles. You know, you can get to a mall and just gather all the sick there and heal them. You know, people will gather. Miracles bring people. Oh, yes. Miracles bring people. Miracles bring people. I, I can tell you from experience. There are times we hold meetings when we were much younger. And just because of what happened the next, the next night is full. Miracles bring people. I thought I tell supernatural community church members, I say, I know what to do if I want to bring crowd, if I want to have crowd in this city. I said the, that's if we want to go the other way, if we don't want to use the Holy Ghost. What will we do? Bring a popular musician, pay five thousand dollars. Have a worship night. Everywhere will be full now. If a popular musician came here tonight, everywhere will be we'll have overflow. Right? If Travis Green came here tonight, you think the whole the whole of Rochester will be here now? Right? People will even travel down three, four hours away. But that's not substance. We are talking of power. power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want tangible power. Would you stand with somebody? Would you lay and somebody will wear up from the wheelchair? That's what I want. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's power. That's what we need in our day. The apostles in Acts 6, verse 4 says, We give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the world. That's all. Hallelujah. That's all. Jesus didn't need a worship night, He just healed the sick. The Bible says His fame spread abroad everywhere. Everywhere. That's all. That's all. Power. And we have it. Yeah. Hallelujah. So now, so it says greater works. So when it says greater works, remember, you are not greater than Jesus now. You can't be greater than your master now. How will you be greater than your pastor that savior? You know, when all those things, <laughs> those things we thought when we were much younger, we said, oh, he gave us greater works, so, Greater work, that means we are greater than, ah, we're quite stupid then. Ah, I'm just remembering some of those sermons I taught then. Thank God it's never recorded or anything because I'm sure some of you will have said, Pastor, you know, but thank God, my sins are not hurt. Any message you hear now is correct. <laughs> so now, he gave them greater works. So he told them they can go and he has given them his name. So that means we have the abilities within us. We have the abilities of the spirit within us. That means whatever we saw Jesus do in the four gospel, we can. That was why, look at what happened after the day of Pentecost. They spoke with tongues. That was the newest thing. Then in our three, Peter and John, they were going up in the hour of prayer, right? Then the Bible says, they saw a man at the beautiful gate begging for arms. What did they do? They went up to him and said, silver and gold I have none. Such as I have, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Why could they do that? Whatever they saw their, fa their father do, Jesus do, they could now do the same. You know, then it was power of atony. They sent me to heal the sick. Hope you know. That's what they were doing in the four Gospels. They sent me to use the card. They sent me to swipe this card.
card. They sent me to buy this. Are you getting what I'm saying? But now, in the book of Acts, they now had the confidence. Peter could now say, such as I am. He could have said that in the four Gospels. Are you seeing the difference? He could have said that. So now he said, such as I am. Hallelujah. So do you see now that Peter is showing us something, that you have something. Hallelujah. You have something. Hallelujah. You know, a popular man of God said something. Somebody wanted to lay hands on somebody, and the person said, well, he said, you know, nothing is on my hand. Nothing. Then the person that he wanted to pray for said, if nothing is on your hand, don't lay it on me. Something is on my hands. Hallelujah. He says in Mark 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall speak with new thoughts. They shall cast out devils. They shall cleanse. He says, they shall take any deadly thing and it will not hurt them. He says, they shall lay hands on the sick. He did not say they may recover. Mm -mm. He did not say they can, they, they, they might recover. He says, they shall recover. So that means there is an ability of God in my hands. Hallelujah. So that means the same thing. Now, look at something. Let me tell you something. Somebody say, but I didn't see Jesus physically do it. So, okay. But listen, look at me. Revelation is more powerful than physical sight. That was what Paul had. Paul had a revelation. Paul had insight. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you can see it as you read the scriptures. That such as I have. So that means... There is a power that is at work in the believer. There is a power that the believer carries. And these are things that many preachers don't teach you because they feel like, and I can tell you for instance, because I've been pastoring for a while, I think one of the reasons why people don't teach you this is because the pastor will feel like you will be on the same level with him. That's not true. You have, it is when you do not teach it properly, that's when you will have that kind of fear. No, every believer, Jesus gave them the power to do the same now, but they didn't disrespect Jesus. So why are you scared of teaching people the truth? Hallelujah. So now, the believer can do the very works that Jesus did. Greater works that Jesus even did. So that means, if Jesus never had some healing campaign, you can have it. Are you seeing greater works? Yeah. Because he was limited to time. He was limited to Jerusalem and the ten cities and all of those places. Now we can fly and travel across the nations, healing the sick, carrying the same power. That's why you will see. He told them in Athens, tarry in Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. He now says, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. That means where I couldn't get to. Because you have time. Because you have age on your side. Because you have that power now with you, you can do it. Are you seeing greater works? That is greater works. So, healing can happen everywhere. So, healing can be happening here in Rochester, happening in Germany, happening in Canada, happening in everything. Even it can be happening via the airways. People can just touch their screen and be healed. People can just watch life and be healed. Jesus couldn't do that. 
Are you seeing that? Jesus could not do that. People, Jesus was touching, Jesus was laying hands, Jesus was speaking. Are you seeing it? Jesus was, you know, physically almost involved. But now, we can even send an handkerchief. We can pray on an handkerchief and say, in the name of Jesus, take this to the sick and the sick is healed. Greater works. Are you seeing it? Because now we have the ability. We have the power of God with us. Hallelujah. We have the power of God with us. We have the power of God with us. We have the power of God with us. See, eh? when, when I see situations, I just say, Satan, your own is the problem. My own is the power. See, when I see sickness, I just say, whoa, so this is all you can do. Maybe when I see somebody so, you know, so drenched with the sickness, I'll be like, wow. So is this all you got? Do you know that Satan is not as powerful as many of us think he is? If he is that powerful, he would have killed all of them. That's to tell you that his power is limited because actually his real work is actually to kill them. But a lot of people are still alive but inflicted with pains. But that's not where he wants to stop. His major work is to kill them, but he's not as powerful as that to kill them. So the fact that they are still alive means there's a restoration. That means we can still defeat his work. He's, he's not as, a lot of people have magnified the devil to be hominipotent. He's not everywhere. He is just where you put his information, where you put, give him the information. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if he is that powerful, there will be nobody in the hospital today. They will have died. Including even the doctors that are trying to kill them. Some people think the doctors are nice people. Some people think the devil likes the doctors. The devil does not like anybody. The devil does not like anybody. Some people are doing, trying to do good boy for the devil. See, devil. See, I've woken up this morning. <laughs> Just respect yourself. <laughs> no. Are you getting what I'm saying? The devil is not as powerful as you think. If he is that powerful, everybody, you, you, the, that last sickness you have, you would have died. Hallelujah. But that's to tell you the power of God is greater. Hallelujah. The power of God is greater. So, healing was with the largest work of Jesus in the four Gospels. Acts verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good, healing those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Hallelujah. You know God is with you. You know God is with you. You know God is with you. It's, you, you are saying it, but are you, do you understand it? He says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. That's what he says in the scripture. You know, sometimes I get into a problem, I say, God, you know it's me and you in this. I know I messed up, but it's me and you in this. You've got to take me out. And he does. Because he said he will never leave me, nor forsake me. That is what he said. I believe his word. I don't know about you, but I believe his word. I believe his word even more than I believe my name. Because his word will never fail. Hallelujah. His word will never fail. It is, you know, I told you, 
in the, in the, in the course of this session, what has, what has gone wrong is our receiving. Are you seeing it? Are you understanding how to receive in this meeting? That many of the issues why we seem like we don't see certain results is because we don't know how to receive. But that is what failed is a lie. Ah, no. How do you explain Mary? Who is Mary according to history? I mean, the mother of Jesus was about 14 years. That's to tell you that that kind of person didn't even have the capacity to carry that kind of pregnancy. And the Bible says, the Holy Ghost shall come on you. His power of the highest shall overshadow you. And the incarnation was formed. Hallelujah. How do you explain that? Say the power of God is not real. It's real, my brothers. It's real, my sisters. It's real. God's power is tangible. It's real. And it's within you. You just need to know how to work the power of God. And that's one of the things I want to teach you in this conference. Tonight into tomorrow into Sunday. How to work the power of God. Because it is in you. The power of God is in you. So remember, we've said to certain things. We've said that same Jesus in the four Gospels, right? is now living in the believer today. Right? We said, we've said to that, right? We said, such as I have, right? You now have something. Right? Yes, sir. You now, okay, let me show you one of the things you have. Look at in 1 Corinthians 12. Let me tell you all the things you have. Everything. You know, some people have, so I hear some teachings. And they will tell you, you need to emphasize the fruits of the spirit and the gift, uh, than the gift. Why would you leave one and leave the other? Do you think God comes in batches? Emphasize all together. There's no one greater than the other. It's the fruit that we will help you express the gift properly. The gift will help you express the fruit. It's the same. The Christian must know the, that mindset that, oh, the fruit, do you have love and you're speaking in tongues? You know, have you heard some Christians talk like that? That's not true. Don't let people bamboozle you like that. Do you have love? You're not even gentle and you're speaking with tongues. Don't keep your tongues. No, you emphasize all together. The same way you emphasize the tongues, you emphasize the love. That's proper teaching. You don't castigate one. That's what makes people not want to work with the power of God. Because a lot of misconceptions are in their mind. You don't castigate one to promote another just because you are probably angry that your church members are not doing well. You know, some pastors know how to pick certain message when church members are not doing well. That's when you start saying, don't be. Let's see if people know what I'm talking about. Don't be. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, look at it in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you be ignorant. That word ignorance is the Greek word idiotis. I will not have you be an idiot. That's the meaning. <laughs> it says, ye know that you were Gentiles, carried away with dumb by us, even as we were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus a cause, and that no man can say Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Look at what he now says in verse 4. He says, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Diversities is the word in the Greek, diaresis. It means there are differences of these things. Then he explained again in verse 5. There are differences of administrations, 
but the same Lord. He says there are diversities of operations, but it's the same God which worketh all in all. He now says, but the manifestations of the Spirit is given to everyone without. Now look at what he says from verse 1. Because some people occupy the room of the unlearned. Some believers question everything. Oh, okay, why, why should we have the gifts? Some people are still asking, why should we have the gifts of the Spirit? They give you something free. You are still asking, why should you, why should you have it? Some people say, why should we speak in tongues? It's free now. You didn't pay to get it. So when something is free, why not use it? Why not overuse it? <laughs> why not over speaking? Oh, it's free now. Because ignorance puts you close to an unbeliever and the devil. If there's anything the devil doesn't want, he doesn't want you to be knowledgeable. He doesn't want you to sit under the right kind of teaching. He doesn't want you to be where the word of God is taught. So truth is very important. Truth is very important. So he says there are diversities of gifts. That is, there are varieties. Varieties of the gifts of the spirit. That means I have varieties of abilities. Wow. Wow. Remember we said such as I have? So that means as I am now, I have varieties of abilities. I can decide now and say, let me speak with thoughts. I can decide and say, let me use the gift of faith. I can decide and say, let me prophesy. I can decide and say, let me... <laughs> Let me see things in the spirit. Let me call a wall of knowledge. Let me give tongues and interpretation. Let me lay hands. Ah! Wow. Look at what God has done for the man in Christ. Hallelujah. See Jesus, see, Jesus really loves us. Look at what he did. And these things are for a purpose. So that means, and it is part of the benefit of salvation. It shows you that Christianity is not natural. Christianity is not natural. It is supernatural. You got born again by faith. So that's supernatural. How did you get born again? You just believed. Do you see it? You just said, Lord, I believe that you And that was it. That's supernatural. But you know something? There is now a training to these things. There is a training to the things of the Spirit. That's why we are having these meetings. In the afternoon, you now know how to minister to blind cases, right? Right, guys? Yes, sir. Now to minister to blind cases, people with medical conditions, neurological issues, right? Mm. So he says, so he used the word gifts. That word gifts there is the word charisma in the Greek. And charisma means an endowment. A supernatural ability. Let me explain what charisma means. Just the same way you were born with your ears, you were born with eyes, you were born with hands, you were born with legs, right? That's the same way you were born again with the gifts of the spirit. That's what charisma means. So I was born again to prophesy. I was born again to heal the sick. Go and listen. We have a sermon out there, The Supernatural Life. You should listen to it. I explained the bets of the Christian. I walked you through the motions and the bets of the Christian. You should lay your hands on that, The Supernatural Life. To tell you that the bets, the fact that the man is born again is not natural. So that means 
I was born again. With an, I, I got born with an ability to heal the sick. I got born again with an ability to lay hands, to cast out demons. We have someone out there also casting out demons. You can lay your hands on that. So there are many things that I want to lay my hands on. <laughs> say, ah, lay your hands on this, lay your hands on this one. I've written all the teachings there, but I'm not. Well, if you see, if you think what is on SoundCloud is all we have, you've got to be joking. <laughs> you've got to be joking. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there is no ministry without supernatural abilities. So he says, look at what he says. He says there are diversities. Of operations, but it's the same God that worketh all in all. That word operations is the word energima, that is diversities of effects, diversities of action. Huh. That is God is a God of action. <laughs> I like that. I like that. God likes to show Himself. He now says manifestation. He says, but the manifestation. That word manifestation is the word full closure, full disclosure. That is phenorousis in the Greek. That is complete disclosure is given to every man. So that means he gave us his spirit for his manifestation. What did he give us? This is where a lot of people have problems. They say, for to one is giving the spirit word of knowledge. Uh-uh. If you have read properly from verse 1, same spirit, same spirit, same spirit, you will have a problem here. That's why I tell you ignorance is, a, is, is devilish. So, you expect that the Holy Spirit, the same Jesus that lives in me, is half. The only Jesus, some people believe now that the only ability they have now within them is just tongues. That he didn't even give them prophecy, he did not give them healing, he did not give them just tongues. But he gave another person healing. He gave another person that. Ah, what, what kind of Jesus is that? No. Now, let's explain this. So when he says to everyone, so he says, for to one is given to the spirit word of knowledge, to another the words, the, he says word of wisdom, to another word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the, look, do you see the emphasis of by the same spirit? That shows I can take of this by the same spirit. Now, but look at something, that is, every believer has access to the gifts and operations of the spirit. That is why a good pastor must know how to bring out the flows. A pastor must be on the hedge because the more the pastor is on the hedge, is the more the people that he is pastoring will be steered up better. So those of you in ministry, cell leaders, handling work of the ministry, you must be on the edge. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Be on the edge in the form of knowledge. Be on the edge in the diverse demonstrations of the spirit. Because if you are cold, your members will be cold. If you don't pray, your members will not pray. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you don't give yourself and emphasize the things of the Spirit, or give yourself to the workings of the things of the Spirit, your members will not do it. So you must be on the edge. 
So he explained the spirit and he says, now look at something. He says to another walking of miracles, verse 10, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another's interpretation of tongues. We'll explain this diverse kind of tongues in September or October. In 11, that says, all these worketh that one. Look at what he says. All this. What is all this? All what he has listed, right? All the nine gifts. He says, worketh that one and the same spirit. Someone has said, he says, divided severally as he wished. So that means he divided it to everyone. No. Mm-mm. That word dividing, it means to distribute, to apportion things to you. The best example of that, because scripture must explain scripture, is Luke 15, where the prodigal son came to Jesus or came to his father and said, Give me the portion that falleth to me. So it's called distribution. Now we explain that to you. He now says, severally. That was severally is the word idios, that is, every believer has his own, has the gifts. Now, look at what he now says. He now says, dividing every man severally as he wills. Now, when he says, as he wills, who is the one willing? Is he God or the believer? Let me see if you have been following. Okay, let's, let's vote. God, let me see your hand. The believer, let me see your hand. Okay, cool. Now, let me explain. For those that those that said God but did not see it in their that did not resolve their so so, so, no. so look at that statement again. It says, but all this work at the same self same spirit. So that shows the same spirit that had the ability to prophesy, to to you the sick, and all of those gifts of the spirit, the nine gifts of the spirit, is now dividing every man severally as he wills. Severally as he wills there. Don't forget, if you have read in contents from verse 1, it has been the function of the believer. He told us in verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Where is the spirit? Where is the diversities of gifts? In the believer. Where is the diversities of operations? Within the believer. So when he now says dividing severally as he wills, it means the giver already give, gave the gift, but you are the one that will take whatever you want. So when he says severally as he wills there, it's a function of what do you want. So we can now decide now and say as a church, let's all pray in the Holy Ghost. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Do you know what we just did? Hallelujah. Do you know what we just did? We took of it. Are you getting what I mean? That's as it wills. Because it's our will. We just took of it and say, okay, now it's tongues. That is the same way we can see the sick and say, let's take healing for this one now. Is it making sense? Because you are not going to need it all the time. So that severely as it means, means as I need it, I take it. Is it making sense? Then he now gave us an explanation because you have to read the entire thing. He now started explaining to us verse 12. For the body is one and at many members. So now, if you were not careful, if you didn't understand all of those things, you cannot miss verse 12. So when he says the body is one and have many members, look at my body. Is my hand away from there? Is my leg in that place? Everything is within, right? So that is exactly how he explained the spirit, the gifts of the spirit. 
He continued with the explanation. For as the body is one, so it has many members. What are the members? Tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Prophecy. Words of wisdom. Words of knowledge. So we can say words of wisdom. Words of knowledge. Gifts of healing. Workings of faith. Right? But it's the same body. So is it every time you want to walk with your leg? You are sitting down now. You are not walking, right? But if we say stand up, as you will. But some can decide and say, I will not stand up. Are you seeing it? Is, how many of you, let me see if it makes sense now. All right. So, this gift of the Spirit is given to every believer. So, every believer, this is not actually where I'm going, but I'm getting there. So, every believer has the gifts of the Spirit as he desires. So, that means I can Take of the abilities of my spirit and minister to lives. I can take of the abilities of my spirit. Because don't forget what Peter said, such as I have. So that means healing is within. The gifts of healing is within. When Peter saw that guy in Act 3 at the beautiful gate, what did he say? Silver and gold I don't have. But I have something better than this. And what I have, in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. So, did he take what he had for him? Now, I'm teaching you something. Because some people used to believe, oh, God is the one that will work the miracle. Yes, he is. But he has given you the abilities to do it. Some people say, let Jesus just take control. No, quickly take the control. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because some people think when they see a sick, they'll say, if it is Jesus' will, he will heal you. You don't have the power. If you have it, you will heal the sick. Hallelujah. It's because you don't know it. They say, well, the person is not standing up. You don't know it. Let those that know it talk. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, Look at Peter's statement, such as I have. So he took off his healing and said, in the name of Jesus. So he took off his ability and used it, right? So that's the same way every one of us can think of the abilities within our spirit. But specifically tonight, I want you to learn how to take off the abilities of healing. Hallelujah. We said flowing with the gifts of healing. So now, I will ask a question. Can every believer operate in the gifts of the Spirit? Can he? Why is he not doing it? He's probably not taught. There's a training to it. There's a training to prophesy. There's a training to the workings of miracles. There's a training to the words of wisdom, words of knowledge. I remember when I first started giving words of wisdom and words of knowledge many years ago. I, I will see things. I will not know how to explain it. So I asked somebody, I said, well, when you see this, you said, well, this and that. There's a training to it. So you can pick up that ability and use it. But tonight, we, are, we want to yield ourselves to healing. How to minister to the sick. I have, you can lay your hands on this one again. 
can just lay your hands on so many things, but lay your hands on them. How to minister and receive healing. It will bless you. So now, but I told you, I gave you one percent. No, bro, Godwin has been waiting for this session. Because he was wondering, one percent, C session? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was just joking. <laughs> so now, your will is involved in this. Now, I want to explain this to you. Don't forget, the scripture says, the spirit of a prophet is subject to that of a prophet. I beg you tonight, I hope you, you really listen to me. What I'm about to share to you tonight is not, what, is not, a, regular, is not a typical regular sermon. I'm getting to my nitty-gritties now. Hallelujah. All I've been doing was foundation. I'm getting to my nitty-gritties. I pray that your eyes is open tonight Amen. to understand. So you see how to, it will be very easy for you. You know, the scripture says the spirit of a prophet is subject to that of a prophet. So that shows, you see, now none of you is praying in tongues now, right? Why? Because I'm teaching, right? And it's not prayer time. We have subjected the spirit to teaching. You know, we can subject the spirit now and say, let's pray back. And continue praying, right? Just talking in tongues, right? Okay. So that means you said, this is what you said. I didn't say it. I asked you a question. And I said, can every believer operate in the gifts of the Spirit? What did you say? You said yes. But you see, when you say yes, it's not as easy as you think. Let's do a practical. Everybody pray in tongues. Stop. Give me five words of knowledge. See that pause. Do you see that pause? Why did it take you that long to give five words of knowledge? The transition. Okay, he said transition. I like that. The transition. Practice. Okay. Which other one? Anyone? Okay. Now, let me, let me explain this to you. It's because you have not mastered it enough. You have gotten yourself so accustomed to tongues that you have not mastered most of the things of the Spirit faster. It's very easy. But as easy as that is, don't forget, a lot of us have commonized tongues and taken tongues away from the gifts of the Spirit. It's still part. As easy as it was that fast to do, you can actually say, you are going through this. I can see this. But why does it slow down? You have not mastered yieldedness. I beg you, I, I hope you are paying attention tonight. You have not mastered yieldedness. 
you have not mastered how to flow with it. That's why I said there is a training to these things. And that's what a good pastor must do. A good pastor must learn to teach his members how to flow with the things of the Spirit. And that's what I'm doing tonight. But specifically, I'm teaching you on healing. In October, supernatural commissions, don't worry. Don't worry. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. We are coming. Now, look at something. So now, now let me explain something. Anybody? Okay, come. Now, look, let's, let me use that as an example. Give me your hand. Nothing, right? She didn't feel, did you feel anything? Nothing, you did not feel anything, nothing, nothing happened, right? Let me shake you again. Nothing, right? Now, watch. I'm going to shake her now, and I'm going to shake her with a consciousness of power. And she is going to feel it because power is tangible. Power is tangible. And why can I do it? I've been doing it for years, so I know what to do. Power is tangible. I won't, you know, I just shake her now and I did not say anything. I'm not also going to say anything, but I will shake her and she will see something. Why? And I will tell you what I did. Now, give me your hand. Do you see how easy it was? I just shook her hand. Why are you doubting? Come. Come. Why are you doubting? Why are you looking at it? Is it possible? Come. Let me use you as an experiment. Give me your hand now. Did you feel anything now? Nothing, right? Let me shake you very well. You are still okay. okay. Do you see? Now, give me your hand again. What did I do? That's what we call power. I wish they can stand up so that I can, you can, we can ask them what did they feel. Come. What did you feel? Electricity. That's the word I want. Because that is exactly what power means. Sit down. Thank you. That is exactly. Now, why can I do it? Come, let me ask you, what did you feel? You felt a vibration in your body. That's what we call power. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, what? Now, look at something. So, when you are ministering with the gifts of healing, because I'm telling this to the gifts of healing, you can see a sick. I want you to learn, I want you to hear me very well. You can see a sick, and because you have learned, ah, in the name of Jesus, I will just lay hands. You will not be wondering, nothing happened. Mm -mm. You have not learned how to communicate something. That's what I want to teach you. And I will teach you under 10 minutes and we will be done. Because so, yeah, why 10 minutes? You pay me. Are you paying me? <laughs> now watch. 
Do you notice something in the scriptures? That men had leprosy. Do you know that leprosy was a plague? Such that if you touch someone that has leprosy, you will contact it. But do you notice something Jesus did? Jesus touched people with leprosy and did not contact it. Leprosy was such a big deal that you needed a certificate from the government if you are cleansed before you enter the temple. Just the same way you need COVID vaccinations. That was why somebody got ill. The person, Jesus, the person had to first go and get a certificate from the Pharisees and all of those things before he entered the temple. So that shows there is an ability in your hands to fry sickness. There is an ability in your hands to fry cancer. Say they have COVID. Ah, what is here is greater than COVID. Are you following me this evening? That means there is wonder. That's remember what I said. That same, not another person, not his friend. Not his assistant. That same Jesus who died 2,000 years ago packaged himself as spirit inside you. But you know what? Many of us have not given him enough room. We have not mastered how to practice what he's doing. So that's why you will lean on somebody that has cancer. You say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. And it seems like the person is even saying, ah, um, the person is just standing like this, nothing is happening. You say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. I believe you are healed. You have to know how to generate it. Let me tell you what power is. Power is like a switch. How many of you know this light now? The fastest way to explain power is this electricity. You turn on the switch and instantly, wherever the current is coming from, it appears. You see that switch that you are turning on? A lot of you, your own is always off. So, it can take most of you a while. Some of you need... That's why some ministers, before they minister healing, they can sing worship song for 20 seconds, for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. They'll tell you, Hallelujah. They tell you, shh, don't, don't, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Do you know what they are doing? They are generating the power. So after they catch it like this, they'll tell you, right now somebody is healed. Right now the sick person is healed. Do you know what they did? They just generated something. An ability to walk now. That's why a minister of the gospel will flow better with, with keyboard. I won't lie to you. The minister of the gospel will flow better with somebody that knows how to sing properly. Because worship can generate it. Because, in fact, even in the Old Testament, it says as they worship, the priest could not minister. They were filled with the glory of God. So worship can trigger it. Some of you, you can know a message. You might be going for a service. You can know a message that once you listen to that message, ah, oh, something is triggered. Now, let me explain what power means. You will feel it. It's not explained. You will feel it. How many of you have been shocked by electricity before? <laughs> you know that it, you will feel something with it. It will be a sensation. It will be a feeling. 
something with, you can feel your hands burning. You can just feel your stomach, inside your stomach is hot. You're just, uh, you're just like doing the worship session today. How many of you felt something during the worship session? I knew it because I felt it too. That's exactly what power means because the atmosphere is charged. And that's why we sing the kind of songs we sing. That's why we are not doing Ebami Rababa here and dance and dance away as well. I forget the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when you do all of those things, you do you that even to ministers that they do all of those things, when they want to flow with this, they, they will sing, they will stop that one and switch back to worship session. I don't even notice that. Thing. They will stop it and switch back to strings. <laughs> flow back. It's <laughs> <laughs> a common sense. Common sense as a minister of the gospel. So now, you can generate the power. Why do we pray in tongues many a times? To generate it. Also, not just prayer can trigger it. Atmospheres can. Also, compassion can. You can see that sick and, huh? And you'll just be like, wow. Two weeks ago, I was praying for a woman with arthritis. Her leg was swollen. I could see that this woman really wanted to walk. She was using a walking aid, everything. Ah, I was just there with her. So a lot of people were praying. A lot of people were praying. I don't like those things. It makes it feel like it's not wrong. But personally, because of the way I was trained, I don't like it. So I just went there. I just asked, what's wrong? But I could see that the woman was tired of the pain. The, there was just an only compassion that well up with me. I just touched the leg like this. I just said, Jesus. You could literally see the vibrations of the motions of the leg immediately. The leg that was stuck, that couldn't move, just started doing like this. Hey, immediately that happened. They said, come and pray for this. <laughs> we go to the same meeting. They said, come and pray for this. You could literally say, I just thought, now stand up and walk. She dropped the walking aid and started running. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is power. Sit down. That's power. I mean, this is just two weeks ago. Because there is an ability within you. I won't forget. There was a time, I, I say this story a lot. There was somebody, the mother called us some years ago to come and pray for the child. The child was in coma, all of those things. And they've used those two iron. You know the name. <laughs> to pump the person back. So the guy was in coma. He was gone. Practically, in fact, the doctors have written him of all of those. And we went there, we prayed. In fact, when we prayed, somewhere in my heart, I feel like, ah, this guy can't go. This is the way you will pray, you know. How many of you have prayed for somebody for, you know, this person is healed? Let me see your hand. Why? Something came out of you. That was why. Let me show you something. They could start Jesus' garment. The woman with the issue of God touched Jesus' garment. So Jesus said, who touched me? Power just left me. Something left me. That's why sometimes a minister of the gospel can lay hands on people and after he lay hands, he's tired. 
because something left. It's constant practice that makes the minister of God more skillful to know how to flow with those things. Because it can be physically exhausting sometimes. Because it's power. It's something generating from you. So, before you see a sick, sometimes. Now, I'll teach you two ways. I'm teaching you the power way and I'll teach you the use of your authority. If I come now to someone and just say, be healed. Do you know what I did? I used my authority in the name of Jesus. Because everybody has it. Are you hearing I say, stand up from that wheelchair now. Be healed. Now your body is better. Do you know what I just did? I used my authority. Mark 16, 15. You are cast out demons. You can lay hands on the sick. That's not the gifts of healing. Mm-mm. When you are under the gifts of the spirit, you will know. There's emotion to it. That's why there are times I prayed for some people, for see, and you could literally see demons run out of them. You could just see it in the spirit. Like, Woo. You can even hear the noise in the spirit. Woo. Run out of them. You can see it, your eyes can just be opened to the spirit when you are praying for the sick. And you can just see an angel switching things. Your eyes can just be opening things on the street because you are under the atmosphere. You are under the atmosphere. There are times that maybe I'm praying or something. I've been, uh, there was a time somebody, I was praying and, and I just picked my phone. Somebody texted me and said this and that. I just typed. This is sorted now. And I did it with power. The person came back under five minutes and said, ah, what did you do? I said, I know what I did. So, when you are one-on-one with the sick, I told you something in the afternoon. What do you see? Healing or the sickness? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, I can we said today's teaching practice. I can tell you now that right now I am under the atmosphere. I can. What is on me now? I wish. Is there anyone with cancer here? Anyone have cancer issue? Cancer? Okay. I wish there was. So that I can show you, you will literally see how it will go. Because when you are under that atmosphere, I, I, you would, you can easily see the physical man. That's why it's just like growth. When somebody has a growth in their body or a lump in their body, there's an ability within you so that when you lay hands on the person, the thing can just dissolve immediately. Like, because it is tangible. Let me tell you, sickness is in our body like this. But power is within our spirit. So we must generate enough power for it to eat that flesh. Let me explain to what I'm saying. It's just like, why do people fall down without the power of God? No, that's not a good question. 
We call the power of God. You say, why are people falling down? It's called power now. People should fall. Okay, I will do something. I want to teach you some degrees and there's something they call degrees and dimensions. People are not paying me. I'm just joking. There's something they call degrees and dimensions of this. Two people. Oh, oh yeah, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back, go back. Go back, go back. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll use word of knowledge to pick. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. I'll use word of knowledge to pick. Hallelujah. Amen. Who has a name? Who has someone with a name? I I hear a name. Mm. Mm, not a name. Mm, actually, not a name. I. Mm. Who is planning a trip to travel? I just saw a plane moving, planning, flying. We have bought a ticket. You are about to leave. You are traveling somewhere. Who is the person? Who come? Okay, so you you you, you will be the specimen. Ah. That's word of knowledge. Now, let me tell you, how does that work? How does this work now? It works because, it works because, why did I decide to use word of knowledge? Now, word of knowledge, you can pick it. I don't think any of you has ever flown in things of spirit when I started flowing word of knowledge. Ah, then, it was one by one. People can tell you. We used to start, we used to give it, it's not like every one of you this service. I'll just pick you one by one, just tell you things that you never told me. It doesn't cost me. So I say, try it. Let me start with you. You, you doubt. Come. Why, why are you? <laughs> why, why, do you, why are you doubting? <laughs> this guy is, is doubting. Why are you doubting now? I, I'm looking at you and I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing papers, I'm seeing papers, I'm seeing papers. Are you trying to submit an application? Okay, that did not work. Okay, I will tell you something that will work now. So now I see another one. I see you camped. You are, I see that you are. I see that you are within a four corner. Like you can't leave the place. You can't come out. What does that have to do with you? Camp. You 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 camped. Are you planning to go on a camp? Are you? Backpacking. What's backpacking to? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, do you, you are planning to do that? I, I, I tend to you tend to do it. No, it's not you tend. Are you? Have you been doing that? You've done it before. When last? Few months ago. Who did you meet there that you are still talking to? Oh, in the I, I saw that I, I said that I saw you in the so you you are in the army. Ah, nice. I, that's what I was saying. I saw you in. Some people will just be making you feel like you don't know what you are saying. Go <laughs> and sit down. Some people will make you feel like you don't know what you are saying. I said I saw you. I saw you come somewhere. Okay, so let, let's do something with this person. Now we'll do degrees and dimensions. I want to pick two cases. So I will use her as one, and I will try to let me see if I can pick. Let me see if I can pick another case, 
Um, um, no, this is not guesswork. If it's guesswork, those are just guess. It's not guesswork. If it's easy, come and do it. <laughs> if it's easy to even guess, come and guess. <laughs> Guess what? It's the spirit. I want to use two people and I want to use word of knowledge to pick them out. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see if I can pick a name. I, I, I will prefer a name. Probably a name I don't know. That would be more spectacular. Hmm. Mm. A B A Y O M I. Abayomi. Who's that? Abayomi. Who knows somebody with that name? You do? Your family? Mm. Your, I want family member. Nobody here? You know, sometimes, sometimes in this kind of time, these are times that you forget your family member's name. It's now when after the service you'll not be remembering. Ah! I'm, I'm experiencing these things. I don't, it doesn't move me. Let me see if I can pick another one. I'm looking for a family member. Okay, now who has a family member? I see, I see the sister working in an hospital. Like, no, we, let me explain what I'm saying now because I know they can be working in an hospital. But the person is your, your relative, I mean your immediate family, not extended, is a nurse or a doctor. Who's the person? Okay, come. Let's use you. Good. So we'll use these two people as practical. And we'll trust God. I want to show you something. What we call degrees and dimensions. I'm going to assert power. I will assert power on two of them differently. Come, come, come for so that people can see you. I will exert power on two of them differently, such that this the way one will feel the power will be greater than the way one will feel it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know why this is necessary? So that you can know, I'm teaching you this, so that you can know how to generate. Because when some maybe somebody has a growth, lump, cancer. Blindness. You not you are not dealing with a small thing. You have to exert enough to open the eyes. It is power that opens eyes. So it's power that raises people up for wish here. It's the, to the degree. Sometimes let me tell you something. It's not as if you didn't do something when you lay hands on that person on the wish here. You just did not exert enough power. That's why you you have to be skillful with it. So something happened to the person. The person can even tell you, wow, I feel this way. I've ever been, I actually saw something when I started this service. Somebody who struggled with raising somebody up from the wish here. I'm coming to your case soon. I'm coming to your case soon. I saw it as I started this service. And the Lord told me to deal with that issue. Now, it's not as if, sometimes you will talk, you lay some of them, they will feel something. But it's not as if, it's not as if, Nothing happened. You did something. But you, what you did was not enough. And that's because you were not skillful with it. So that's why Jesus laid hands on that guy. 
What did you see? You see men and she laid again. This is like an ascertain. You must see. So there are degrees and dimensions to it and you must know how to control it. You must know how to walk in it. So that's why I can lay on somebody now and he will not fall. And there's a way I can lay, except, now, now let, me, let me give you the exceptions. Some people are arrogant, which I used to be when I was much younger. Nobody can fall me down. I, will, I stand to you. I, I hold my spirit, I hold my, my, my body, my soul. So no matter what you do, even if you pour the power, you, you pour it like clothes, nothing will happen. Because they are resisting it. Are you seeing it? Sometimes it's a resistance. And me, when I see people like that, I easily know because I can touch people and I just know that this one, I just, I don't have time. I just touch you and go, you think I touch you, but I don't have time. I just look at, I, many times when I'm laying there, I, I flow a lot with the revelation gifts. Most of you know. I can just touch you and I'll just, I don't have time for this. Because it's somebody that is hungry to receive, that will receive. I've been doing this for a while, so I don't have time for, if you want to receive, you are not paying me. My own is just to bless you. Hallelujah. So now, there are degrees. So you can see somebody with which here, you lay hands. The person can feel it, but that is not enough to raise him up. You put more. Are you getting what I'm saying? And it can be generated. Now, I will tell you, one of the things I'm going to tell you, maybe not tonight, maybe tomorrow, things that can trigger that power. Oh, you want to learn that? Don't miss tomorrow. So now, let's do something. I would I would lay hands on one to the degree at which the person will feel it, but not feel it very well. And I will lay hands on the person, the person, another person, and the person will, will, will be overwhelmed. Who wants to be overwhelmed among both of you? You want to uh, okay, you you're scared? Don't be scared, it's power. All right. Jesus. I'm even trying not to even overwhelm. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's on you. It's on you. I want, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for them to, to stand up. So you can, you can know, we will ask them, I like, we are doing practical questions. So you, we will ask them how both of them felt. So, don't forget what I said. There is something, an ability. It doesn't necessarily be your, it can be your leg. <laughs> as far as they say, contact. That is why we can pray on an anchor shift and give it to somebody and be healed. I've prayed on tissue paper before. As far as they say, contact. And <laughs> miracles happen. How you guys know what I'm saying? So, it's a contact. Something more. So, there's an ability that can open the eyes. There's an ability that can stand the person up. You must know how to walk in it. So it's, a, it's, it's called, it's, it's degrees and dimensions. That's the, you know we are charismatic, so <laughs> there's a way we call those, we give those things terminologies. So, when you see a sick, you must, one of the things you must do, do you see the person standing up? Let's say the person wants to be healed. You know, some don't want to be healed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some don't really want to be healed. And there's nothing you can do about it. We are in the United States. They are paying disabilities. 
Some like their money and they, don't want, they want to perish in their sickness. There is nothing you can do about it. But those that really want to be healed, that you know, ah, you see their faith. Ah, there's some, I'll tell you, I'll teach you tomorrow the triggers. And so there's, an, there's an exertion you can put. And that is what we call the gifts of healing. But you know what many of you do? Many of you, you stay on that authority mode for so long. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. That's using your authority. You have to flow in the gifts. I'll teach you more tomorrow. Hallelujah. I'll teach you more tomorrow. But you know one of the things that have hindered many of us is fear. Fear, I told you. The Lord told me this to tell you. And I wrote it down. And I said it in the morning session. Never show the devil that you are afraid. Never. It is anything I want you to leave this conference with. Never show the devil that you are afraid. Don't try it. Don't try it. Drop that fear. All things we'll deal with tonight is fear. Hallelujah. That spirit of fear. A lot of us, I, I saw that in, in the last couple of months. If you notice, those of you, I just kept teaching around this, uh, dealing with anxiety, in nothing terrible. I just started teaching around that. Because see, fear is a major distraction of the enemy. He says he has not given you the spirit of fear again, but a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. Oh, now he could stand up. Now, let me ask you, how did you feel? Come, please, please help them up. Help them up. Uh, help your brothers and sisters up. Let's ask them. We are doing practicals. Tell me, how did you feel? Vibrations and heaviness. That's what I wanted. I wanted that heaviness. How did you feel? Vibration. You didn't feel heaviness. You didn't feel like, did you feel like you were heavy? You felt like something left out with you. So there was a difference. He felt heavy. She just felt the vibration. And she said something left. Glory to God. Let's be seated. Thank you. So, you must know how to communicate it. How many of you are learning something tonight? So, when you see a sick, remember what I asked you again. What do you see? Healing or what? But what do you want to see? So, are you seeing how to communicate it? So, there is nothing wrong. See, this thing is practice. There is nothing wrong in your first time. Spending one hour with a sick. I remember when I was much younger, we would die there. <laughs> we must see the miracle. I had a friend, Soji. That one does not give up. We were getting people filled with the Holy Ghost one day. There was this particular sister who did not speak in tongues. Rain now started falling. Soji said, Go and stop the rain. We will stay here. We will stay here. Ah, I said, go and stop. And he said, it's like, it's service like this. He just said it on the people. You are the leader. Go and stop the rain so that they will be able to go home. Eh? 
you can't you can't flop as a leader now. Ah, so me too. Ah, <laughs> but I went out with so many fears. <laughs> but those things are training. I went out with so many fears. I just said, in the name of Jesus, you reign, you stop now. And every immediately I said it, the thing stopped. As I went, my walking step changed. I will never forget. As I turned back and went back, everybody, woo! I said, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's one of those things. It's just, you know, said the words, power of God, power of God is here. <laughs> this is when we were younger. And, and now, you know what I did? I now, I now overdid it. And I, said, and I went back outside. This rain, you will not stop, you will not fall till the last person get up. Ah, all of them were looking at me like this. So guess what? It really happened. We monitored it. We made sure that we were calling one another. Have you got to know? Have you got to know? When the last person got home, the rain started falling. The next Sunday in service. Ha! Lord. I made sure I gated my clothes because I knew that ah, dimensions are changing. Oh. <laughs> it's, because you're, it's because you're not a preacher, that's why. <laughs> Our dimensions have changed. My knees have stepped up. Uh, I, can't, I can't be walking on the normal floor you are walking on again now. It's because we've learned God's word, that's why we are now humble. Then, ah, the ground was too, it was too, why will I step on the floor with somebody that cannot stop rain? <laughs> Just rain, no. <laughs> why will I step on the same floor? Ah, the pride was bought, you know. But we thank God. Hallelujah. So it's that degrees and dimensions. Yeah, degrees. Are, but you see, you have to learn to drop fear. You have to learn to drop fear. I came tonight to inspire you, right? How many of you are inspired? To walk in the power of God, right? That's what I came. I believe. I, I told, some of you know this. All the things that the Lord told me to do in starting a church, doing everything is to reintroduce again to this nation the things of the Spirit. To reintroduce again the things of the Spirit. So we'll teach, yes, obviously. But the things of the Spirit must be stronger. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I believe you are inspired tonight. So now when you see that sickness, you know what to do, right? You know. So there's a we'll, we'll look at that generating tomorrow. There's a generating to it. There's a flow to it. Play for me, I close. There's a, there's a flow to it. There's a way to walk in it. So you drop the fear. You drop the anxiety. You see healing. When I see sickness, I see healing. I see the power of God walking all the time. I see the power of God walking all the time. You see, you can generate it with your words. What are you saying? I see the power of God walking all the time. Tell you, all of you in this meeting tonight, as far as you are under this cloud, it is impossible for you to not heal a sick. Amen. Hallelujah. It's impossible. It's impossible. Something is welling up on you, an healing minister. Something is welling up on you, an healing minister. Something is welling up on you, an healing minister. Depths and dimensions of the glory of God overshadowing you. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Be on your feet.
Something is welling up on your inside. 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 It's the power of God. Some of you can feel it now. Hallelujah. Let me, tell you, let me teach you what to do. How many of you are feeling the power now? Do you know what you do? You use your words instantly. When you sense power, you use your words immediately. Hallelujah. You use it on a situation. You use it on an issue. You use it on any situation. Hallelujah. I about we speak on things like that. Situations you want sorted out, use it on it now. Situations you want. You know you are coming out of that depth. You are coming out of it. Your bills are paid. Hallelujah. You are coming out of it. Pray in the Holy Ghost. So you drop the fear. You drop the fear. You drop the fear. Sickness can't withstand the power of God with you. Hallelujah. When you see sickness, you say, This is sickness. Mine is power. You say, Mine is power. Hallelujah. You see the sickness, you say, Mine is power. Say, I have the power to solve this. I have the power to heal this. I have the power to heal this. That's how to. So you must. So you must be. You must be intelligent. Things of the spirit requires you to be smart. You must be very intelligent with what you are doing, and it's an intentional thing. It's very intentional. You are leaving this conference. An healing minister, don't worry, be on your feet, don't worry, just be on your feet, everybody, don't kneel down, just on your feet. You're living here, healing minister. No sickness will withstand what God is doing with you. What I see, and I've been seeing this for months, I see us entering malls, and as a result of that mall, hold the sick in that place here. Healing, healing and miracles. Seasons of the extraordinary. Seasons of the extraordinary. Hallelujah.